Hi, I'm George. I'm Dan. I'm Rick. And And we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in, y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast... Happy Hour! So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting up, foolishness, and caring on. Always served with a heaping helping of sass. And that's a Queer Magnolia's guarantee. Once there was a way to get back homeward. Mm-hmm. And though Los Angeles is considered home now, for the Magnolias, we all know that home is in the South. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. If you're from a small town, leaving might have been the only thing on your mind growing up. Yes, Hell yeah. <laughs> However, today we are going back home. Yippee. Yay. <laughs> okay. So excited. <laughs> what has changed since you left? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> are the people different? No. <laughs> so older, they're, they're older. the same. <laughs> Well, take it away, Magnolias. Let's hear it. (laughs) This is going to be a real humdinger. (laughs) All right. Front porch now. (laughs) No, we're kidding. Wally would not do that to you a second time. Sorry. (laughs) Never say never. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I do have to say I enjoy going home. I enjoy leaving and coming back to my home in L.A. much more. But I I do like to go home at least once a year to see my mom and to see family. I think family is important. And... I enjoy it. No, I agree. I mean, it's always nice to go home. It's exciting. You can see your extended family. And I'm always reminded, like, oh, it's so pretty here. Because I usually go home in the summer. It's so pretty. It's so green. Like, and then I feel like, oh, could I live here? Like, look how cheap the houses are. Everything's so cute. And then, like, you know, you go to Walmart and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that far. For me, I, I get off the plane. I'm like, God, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I forgot how great this fucking place is. And then I get in the car on the freeway and people are driving like 12 miles an hour. <laughs> and you get behind a tractor. And I'm like, oh, this is why I don't fucking live here. I mean, I don't think they have freeways. Aren't they highways there? Highways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Force of habit. <laughs> that was the L.A. in me. Oops. <laughs> Oh, my heavens. Yeah, I used to go home in the winter, so I'm like, oh, look how bleak it is. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. It is, you know, it's nice. So yesterday, uh, it was, sorry, two days ago, it was 70 degrees, and yesterday it was 17 degrees and snowing. So welcome <laughs> yeah. to North Carolina yeah. and Tennessee. So it's, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I don't miss that shit. Yeah, they've got that whole saying that's like, if you don't like the weather, wait 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, the day that we're recording this, I was just a few days ago back in North Carolina, and it was actually quite warm for unseasonably warm. I think it was close to the 70s. And the day that I left, the clouds started rolling in and mm. the rain started. And then I got a call yesterday from my mom and she said it was snowing. Mm-hmm. So that was like, yeah. so crazy. I'm glad I got out. I remember one time when I was at East Carolina on Monday, it was snowing. And on Friday, I was at the ocean laying on the beach getting a suntan. Uh (laughs) It it just, it changes a lot. And they do have four seasons. They have rain and 
dreary weather and humidity. Okay, they have three seasons. <laughs> well, it's, I feel like it's always humid, no matter how hot or cold it is. It's yeah. always humid. There's always moisture in the air. Sounds but your moist. skin looks fantastic. That is so true. I you do not have to buy moisturizer no. if you live in the South. <laughs> That's very, very true. Some people should buy some cover-up, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole lot of us. So. A little SPF ain't never hurt nobody. <laughs> oh, I used to love going home at Christmas. Uh, the Me first, too. In 1988 was the first Christmas that I had not been uh, with my mom and dad. Yep. That was the first year I lived in Miami, and it was a lot of right. It was a lot of fun. The second year I went back. Um, to North Carolina for Christmas, and I took the train back, and that was a oh, lot of fancy. fun. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So romantical. Oh, it was romantical. <laughs> <laughs> In my seat. <laughs> I couldn't even afford the little, what do you, the little... Pullman room uh-huh. or whatever. So, you know, you sleep in your seat. It's like, oh, it's like taking Greyhound. But but like how long was it, though? I mean, it's 16 hours. Same as the 12, drive. It's 12 in a car. Not, nah, it's about 16 in the car. Of course, I have well, to stop for you, and maybe. shop. <laughs> <laughs> for you, maybe. I could probably do it in 10. Yeah, my mother, you know, my mother loves my driving. I will say that. <laughs> Why don't we have your mother on the podcast oh, and, no, let, and let her no. tell us how much she loves your driving? Absolutely not. I will say, though, on this last trip, she did say, you drove very well the entire time. I did not. She said, she wow. reminds me constantly when she gets in the car with me, I do have a heart problem. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before or after she smacked that second glass of Chablis out of your hand? Well, she didn't smack it. She snatched it because she wanted it for herself. She hangs on the, to the oh, sweet Jesus handle and screams when he drives. <laughs> it's usually, do you have to follow so close? I'm like, Mom, there's six car lengths in front of me and the car in front of me. Not close. Yeah, and um, yesterday he was digging in the floor when Renee was driving. <laughs> so <laughs> he's well, good at be, doing it, just not sitting in the back seat. To be fair, Renee thinks he's in an all-terrain vehicle <laughs> or a tank of some sort driving down the freeway. <laughs> Listen, little Tonys. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Wait, so it's, it's 16 hours from Miami to North Carolina? It's about, Danny. Four, it's about 14. Okay. And it's yeah. really about 12, but it's okay. Danny. So. I'm try- I thought it was much shorter than that. No, no. Well, you know, Miami's sort of at the bottom of At the Florida. bottom, yeah. And you got to get through all of Florida and then Georgia, which is, which a, is lot, a, yeah. a big state as well. Mm-hmm. And then you and go then, through the state nobody cares about, South Carolina. South Carolina. Oopsie. And then also <laughs> keep in mind, too, back in those days, the speed limits were like 55. Yeah. And is. now it's like 70, so it does make a difference. Uh, and the train would I mean, I was doing 90 19. anyway. But so right. the train makes... I think about ten stops between okay. Miami and really. Princeton I thought there would be Sel- a lot Selma. more. No, not so many. But they'll at each stop they may be twenty minutes. You know, okay. taking people off and the luggage and putting people on gotcha. and stuff. So, but it's a really lovely, uh, a lovely trip. And a unique thing is, so the train in North Carolina stops in Selma, which is about uh, forty-five minutes from Raleigh, east of Raleigh. But the train doesn't go through Raleigh, which you would think it would because of that size sure. city. And even the train that runs east and west doesn't go through Raleigh. It goes to Charlotte. So it's like, okay. The Queen City. That's right. The Queen City. Like Glendale is the Queen City here in L.A. <laughs> so Quite a few queens live in Glendale. We know. <laughs> a few in Sherman Oaks. Uh-huh. <laughs> West Hollywood should be the queen city, don't you think? I mean, that makes I sense. Mean, come so. on now. I think so. Anyway. What makes it a queen city? 
Because it's the crown. Okay. The top, the tall gotcha. up on the hill. Gotcha. The crown oh, I didn't top. know that. that Often sense. it is. Yeah. Anyway, back yep. to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that brought up Charlotte. No. I always bring up Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> so when you guys go home, do you cook for family? I do not. I do not. I am much more interested in eating all the things that I don't get here. <laughs> I'm with George on that. I actually found myself in the past few years cooking. In the past, it was always, you know, the thing I love most about going home is my mother's sausage biscuits and gravy. Oh, yum. As a kid, that was my favorite thing, and I feel like she never made it enough, you know, it's, and I couldn't get enough of it. And then now going home, that's the only thing I love, but other than that, I don't want her to cook. I'll handle all the cooking. You know, there's these recurring control issue themes that keep coming up. Oh. You're going to find that to get right edited right out. <laughs> Dan, was your mom, did your mom like to cook when you would go back home? No. 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 So you always no. eating out. Almost always eating out. She would cook, uh, especially if it was – so at Christmas, it was spent evenly between my mom and dad. I was always at my mom's on Christmas Eve, always, and at my dad's on Christmas Day. So on Christmas Eve, if I'd been there long enough, she might cook something that we would have for Christmas Eve, and then she'd have leftovers. But she often would say – she didn't want to cook, and it's not because she didn't want to cook for me. She would gladly do that. But she's like, every hour I spend in the kitchen cooking is an hour I don't really get a chance to spend with you while you're home. And so I, that was a, a very loving thing. And so we went That's out to That's a great eat. excuse. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But she, my mom had OCD to the nth degree. So mm-hmm. she couldn't, she, right, she couldn't just cook. She had to be washing the dishes that she had. If the pot was empty, it had to be washed oh, right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your mom and me might be the same person in that regard. You know, I can't stand some shit yeah. sitting around. Oh, me, honey, I'll stack him right on up in the city <laughs> and then take a nap and get them tomorrow. So, you know, it's... It is not unheard of when I make a holiday dinner to run the dishwasher three fucking times before the dinner is served. I so. can attest to that. <laughs> Which, uh, that's a nice thing. I My thing is, a few years ago, I listened to these um, chefs from the New York Times talking about a Thanksgiving meal. And one of them said, you know, everything can be done at the exact time if you plan it in advance. And so that year I decided I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I was three minutes late. Mm-hmm. Every single thing was ready yeah. exactly on time. And I was three minutes later than I wanted to be. And I was like, darn, that's nice. But in my mind, there's very few pot washings with that. That means the dishwasher will be stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a few years ago, I had, during your unfortunate incarceration in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. I had had a dinner party and had a bunch of people over, and there might have been some wine involved, maybe a lot of wine. And by the end of the night, all of the dishes, including the stuff that we cooked with, that was the night that everything went straight to hell with uh, Dan and, and Francisco, not you, yeah, the other yeah, Dan. Right. And it was just, it was the evening of a perfect storm. Every single thing that could go wrong for this dinner went wrong. <laughs> and I remember waking up at three in the morning. I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't do any of the dishes. I got up at 3 a.m. and cleaned my kitchen. Wow. Somehow we got off topic, though. <laughs> I was really, really waiting for this to somehow get back to that story of you with the turkey with no bones and lifting it out. <laughs> and the, the meat just fell off uh, Exactly. Oh, I can tell that story. <laughs> somehow waiting for it to get back to that. 
I, I, one of the things I enjoyed most about going back home was I would, <laughs> I jokingly say it was either my mom or my dad. I'd stick one of them in whatever vehicle and we would go somewhere. So what I would do is daddy traveled for a living, working for the department of transportation. So he went all over the state. And so oftentimes within half a state, I'd put him in the truck and we would go somewhere. Each time I was home, we would go somewhere different. And it would be to remind me of things I saw as a child and to see some things I'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. And it was to get him out of the house. And bless him, he was so happy because he could just chain smoke while I drove. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mama was the same way. She enjoyed getting in the car and going because she never drove when I was home. That was always on me. And uh, But that's okay because I didn't mind the driving. So we went until she was not physically capable of going. But we had a great time. Last year when I went home, I my mother has been – she bought a new car about two years ago, and she has complained to me every single day for a year that she hated the car. And I'm like, well, why did you buy it? And she was like, I don't know. I liked it on the lot. So anyway, I go home last year, and I take her to get start looking at other cars to look around. And I'll get into that story in a minute. But the beautiful part of that – drive was that we went down some back roads that we used to go down as a kid when we would go to town. And she started telling me all these stories. I didn't realize that they had a house down there before they had my brother. My brother's the oldest. And before they had him, they actually had a house for about a year. And she showed me where the house was. And I never knew that. So it was, it was a actually cool a thing. really fun couple of hours out with her that day. So you never knew that your parents had a life before you were born? I did not. <laughs> I thought everything starts and ends with me. <laughs> the sun revolves around uh, you, sweet. The sun also rises. <laughs> the sun also goes down a lot, too. <laughs> My, I guess that's for the front porch. <laughs> Back porch. Well. <laughs> Jake, do you have any going home stories? I know you're here in L.A. I know. But, uh, and it's interesting, though, thinking about and listening to your stories going home. Um my, I just recently passed by the house that I grew up in and, you know, don't live there anymore. And none of my family does, but it did bring back a lot of memories. Um, and, you know, anytime you associate home, it's always family. So I'm, I'm, I think about that and home, going home, like, that's an interesting thing to, to think about because what, what is home for me at this point? Um, a lot of it revolved around where my mom was. She kind of created that sense of home. And everyone gravitated around her. So when she passed away, that idea kind of changed. So, I mean, to go back home, I guess, like I said, I'm already here. So it's, it, I didn't, I don't even, I didn't even know what I, how to, how to talk about, how to discuss it. Cause I guess I'm still kind of trying to make a home for myself. And I guess that's the other thing is making a home for myself before I can go, Oh, let's go back home. Um, right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I honestly. think for, you know, we're all attached to our mother because she gives birth to us. Right. And I do think that that when you lose a parent, especially a mom, uh, it becomes a very different thing. I've only been to North Carolina once, I think, since my mom died in 2017, maybe twice, twice. Um, and I had a great time both times. And I saw my dad's brother right. and uh, his wife, and we had such a great time. But I haven't been back to where I grew up in eastern North Carolina, Cove City. But it is on my list for this year, if possible. Just because I would like – I was going to go last year for my 40th high school reunion. I was 
four when I graduated from high school, just so y'all know. But um, it it got canceled. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to do that. But I'm sort of looking forward to it. The only sad thing is most of the people I went to school with are old, and I remain beautiful and youthful. <laughs> to vampire. <this> vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you close the shade a little bit over this? <laughs> the sun's creeping up. Well, I guess you, there's that. There's the going back home and your friends. And I mean, I, I guess if I would go back to hometown, I would go hang out with my brother because he still lives there. Um, but we just do nothing, you know, Yeah. go to the movie or whatever. It's, you know, little Alhambra is not overly exciting, but uh, there's always that, you know, you go shopping or whatever. And there's that fear that you're going to run into somebody you once knew. In the past. <laughs> oh, uh, it's the same for me. Trust me. I'm like, Oh God, please. That happened to me in a grocery store once. It's always a grocery store. <laughs> Precisely. This voice out of nowhere comes up behind me. He's like, they'll just let anybody in here. And I turned around. It was actually a really good friend of mine from school, but it was a shock. And I was like, Oh, Fuck. <laughs> like, I just don't want anybody to know I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> My mother used to say we would go to the mall and she'd say, oh, there's so-and-so, Doug. <laughs> she, she, I don't want to talk to them today. So social she was. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. She, she could be Duck. so... Oh, oh. She said, hide. Well, I, I, I saw so-and-so at the mall the other day. I had to hide over there until they were out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, oh my gosh, that reminds me of this. <laughs> This, my mom loves to gossip. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to the last visit. She's trying to tell stories. And her memory is not what it used to be. And so she's trying to tell these little gossipy stories. And she's like, you know, uh, so-and-so and what's her name went somewhere with, what's his name? And then she's like, this is why I can't talk about anybody anymore. I can't remember their names. <laughs> she gets so frustrated. That's cute. <laughs> A little gossip. You got something to say, Miss George? Come on, George. So I was thinking about what you said, Jacob, about going home and seeing your childhood home. And my dad just told me this story recently about how he, last time he was back home visiting his brothers and sister, his brother and sisters, that he and my stepmom drove by their, my dad's childhood home. Okay. And it's falling down and it's not in the best area of town anymore. And Uh, where is that? Wilson. In Wilson. Wilson, Okay. Um, And you know, like... They walked around and they took some pictures and they sent them to me. And I remember this home as being my grandparents' home for a little while. And then also, I think after my grandparents moved out, my dad lived there. Okay. So I sort of remember him living there for a very brief time when I was super young. But he went he went with the sole um, objective to take the house numbers down. He took a screwdriver because he wanted them as a memory oh, of that so house. Oh, cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Was and like, he wasn't shot by the current owner? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's falling down. Nobody lives Barely. There. Oh, honey. It's just a flesh wound. Trespass. <laughs> my, my parents had a 1952 Chevy Bel Air, and it was missing the ashtray. Mm-hmm. And one of the neighbors had a 1952 Chevy Bel Air <laughs> that had trees and roots and shit growing out of it. And they asked him for the ashtray, and he said no. Well, so there is that. That's why your mama wasn't well liked in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she did go to school with his wife and she didn't like Agnes. She ducked to hide from Agnes often. (laughs) Yeah, there was a whole, mama had a list of people. Oh, they are on the shit list. Uh No, you're out. The no ma'am section. (laughs) No ma'am section. (laughs) 
I mean, this is the same woman who made the encyclopedia salesman stand outside in the heat, right? Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> and do the and whole the pitch. mosquitoes, yes. Poor With thing. no intention. No ever. intention ever of buying an encyclopedia from this guy. He went to NC State and was trying to earn enough money to go back to college. And she let him stand. The sun went down and he was popping the mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And he would say, well, couldn't I come on the front porch? Because it was screened at no sun. You can't come on the front porch. <laughs> and he tried and tried. But she just, she was toying with him, cat and mouse. I think you have a good story about going home with your mama, going to look at gravestones? Funeral? Oh. Cemetery plots? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh <laughs> Towards the end of my mom's life, she decided that she wanted to remain in North Carolina once she died. And she, she'd always wanted to be cremated and she decided she wanted a niche, you know, a little mm, crypt right. or whatever, but a little square thing, not a, a big mausoleum. There was no mausoleum money. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> so a few months earlier, George and I and some other people, well, Jake, you were involved in it, I think, or, Anyway, we did a little American Horror Story spoof. Oh, yeah. And um, so I had bought for my Constance Langdon uh, role, I had bought this gorgeous purple paisley dress at JCPenney's. And it, it, I was everything in that. You were. We'll, find, we'll yeah. find a picture and post <laughs> on social. So as my mom sees this one particular graveyard place that she thinks she might like so she says well go on in there and ask the woman how much it is so or the person in there how much it is so as i'm going up the woman that works there her back is to the door and i'm like she's got on my constance dress (laughs) and she doesn't wear it nearly as well as i do (laughs) and of course after i peed on myself a little bit laughing so hard and the woman finally said "Uh, what's so i'm like there's nothing funny trust me (laughs) nothing whatsoever and her name is kathy (laughs) and uh uh, kathy was very nice i enjoyed working with her and that's where my mom is now so so, (laughs) chances are you could see that dress again there's Chances are, because she remind. I bet she got hers at Penny's too. So it was a special. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two of us with uh, graveyard stories so far. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's another graveyard story from Miami, but that'll be another episode. <laughs> it is interesting how my grandparents were so obsessed with buying their feet like paying for their funeral paying for the plot getting the headstone like it was something they talked about so much oh my god my mother too and not like not you know they were my grandparents so they were always older but i'm not talking about like the end of their life like since i was a kid they talked about that I, so there's so much for our southerners and i'm sure it's this way everywhere but there's so much involved with land if you're Southern, you know, every every family is sort of judged by the amount of land oh, yeah. they have. And a cemetery is not really different in the minds of a lot of Southerners. This is where I will live basically once I'm gone. This is my part of the land. And I know in my dad's family, especially, it was so important to be sure that you knew where you would be. Once you died, mm-hmm. my mom's family, half and half, you know, some of them, my grandparents and my aunt and uncle, they, they're all laid out together. That's another long, crazy story, but it's, that wasn't so important in my mom's family, but in my dad's family and a lot of people who had moved away, 
They still bought a plot in the cemetery because when they die, they will be shipped back home. Yeah. yeah. To the family it's, plot. It's, yeah. Exactly opposite in my family. Not It's not so much of an issue on my father's side of the family, but on my mother's side. I mean, it's basically the family graveyard. I mean, every single aunt, uncle, cousin that has passed away is buried in the same graveyard at the same church in the same small town. And... I actually have a tombstone with my name on it oh, yeah. at said church. <laughs> and it's very freaky to see. So when I'm back in North Carolina, if I go this year, we will have a picture of Rick's uh, tombstone to post on social. Here lies Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Rick. <laughs> he got sick. <laughs> my love, Pa. Pa love women. My caught Pa with two in swimming. Here lies Pa. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, you wanted to take it home, honey, that we had these little sayings. And so, actually, that was a little tombstone on the desk at my home growing up. <laughs> now, when you all go home, do you stay with family? Do you go a hotel room? I mean, how does oh, that work? God, do you have to I used to stay with my mom, and I can't do it anymore. I have to have a hotel room yeah. every time. It costs me a lot of money, but honey, there it's is, Mount Airy. What? I'm. I know. Twenty five ninety nine a night. No, it's not. It's like L A. prices. It's crazy. Oh, L A. It is crazy. Why is it so much? I don't know. But is there I a pickle festival. Happening? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's a destination. <laughs> it's a soccer festival. <laughs> Uh, but it's worth it for my peace of mind because to be able, my mother, a God lover, I love her to death, but she never stops talking. Talking. It is like from the moment she gets up to the moment I'm like, okay, I'm going back to the hotel now. It's just constant. Well, she's got so much to say to you. She doesn't, she only gets you for so long. I know. And she, she uses every freaking second. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because mama, when I was growing up was on Valium coffee and cigarettes. So she didn't have a lot to say when I was growing up, but towards the end of her life, I I would stay with both parents. And, um, matter of fact, to stay at a hotel room, I had to lie and tell them I had already flown back. Because they, they wouldn't have it, you know. It, it would hurt their feelings, and oh, I'm okay. serious. But towards the end of Mama's life, she would not stop talking. I would get up in the morning, and she would already be up. And I'd get up, and I'd be going to the bathroom, and she'd start talking. And I'd shut the door, and she'd still be talking. I'd come out of the bathroom. She quizzed me on what she'd been talking about while I was in the bathroom. You hear what I had to say? Right, precisely. You heard me, didn't you? I, yes, Mama. I heard you. I had I to say? Fa- I had What'd to, I say? I had the exhaust fan on, but I still heard you. <laughs> and what I realized is that was something that my dad's stepmother did when I lived with her for a very brief period. They're accustomed to, well, at least with my mom and my step-grandmother, they were accustomed to living on their own. Right. And so when someone was there, they were intent on talking. So when I go home, I do stay with my dad. But if I go to see my mom, I stay in a hotel. So I really, and I really do enjoy staying at, staying with my dad and my stepmom. It's, they have a, they have a very nice house and, you know, they're, and because I don't drive, so they're the transportation, <laughs> and they're very good about it. They take us, take me anywhere I want to go, and we see all the family, and it's it's always nice. It's really always nice to go home. And my stepmother also loves to shop; she loves to go antiquing, so it works out real well. It works out real, real well. 
that's another thing. I am close to most of my family, especially my dad's family. I, there's not one of them I don't like. My mom's family, I like a lot of them. Some of them are a little touched in the head and not mm-hmm. in a good way. Uh-huh. You know, they're all gathered at the same penitentiary, so one stop gets them all. But uh, it's just like, oh, no. Actually, there there's no incarceration. They just oh. set the crazies out. That on you the want to porch. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what about fussing, though? Do you find family fussing over you when you go home? I My mother fusses, and it makes me insane. I'm like, I am 40-plus years old. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> In what, Blanche? Dog years? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I can do this myself. You don't need to do my laundry. You don't need to do this. And it, it's super frustrating for me. Well, what does she think of those pink panties when she washes That's those? why she's not allowed to do my laundry. Okay. All right. Just- <laughs> I do enjoy when you go home, I feel like... And you come from somewhere far away. And I even think, especially if you're gay, like, because you're going to, I feel like your family is like, you're a celebrity. Like, you've come <laughs> home, like, it's everybody wants to see you and everybody wants to talk to you and they want to hear about your life. So that's kind of really nice. You know, that's interesting. Well, we, we come from this, being in the city, you go out to the outskirts, you know, in, in the country and they're like, oh, wow, you look different. You just you uh-huh. get, like, you automatically have a completely different presence. I you sound like a Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and there's no one has ever said that to you. <laughs> no, well, actually, I've had a lot of grief for. Oh, well, you think you fancy your accent's a little different now? All right, so I don't. So I don't. College say, boy, right? I don't say it's right bright outside in the sunshine. Put some ice in my iced tea anymore. Fortunately, I had speech lessons to at least get off part of that accent. No more ranch in the sink. Ranch in the zinc. Yeah, no. Ranch it. Ranch, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ranch it out. Or that dog done clumb that tree, ain't he? I'm gonna pet that dog. <laughs> Oh I my god! No dog in that fight. <laughs> oh, but I, I've had. Some, I get that a lot too. I have had some great times uh, when uh, my uncle got married. Uh, I flew to Greensboro, and most of the family was there. And it's it, it, this is my dad's family side, and they are just so incredibly warm and friendly and fun and funny and smart. I mean, it's nice to be able to brag about. Uh, most all of them have a college degree and they work really hard and they've done well. And that's a nice thing. They all have a house and I only have an apartment. <laughs> it's well, a south, though. It's it's true. Would it, you want yeah. a house? It's a different. It's a trade-off, yeah. though. Well, it seriously. is a trade-off because buying a home in Los Angeles is probably 10 times more expensive than it is in the state of North Carolina. Do you want to buy a house in Cove City? Not particularly. How no. about a trailer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already had a trailer in my life. Thank you. You don't miss With the a Cove garden City tub. <laughs> <laughs> it did have a garden tub. <laughs> and did some... it have a skylight, too? <laughs> no, no. We didn't have a skylight. Or I didn't have a skylight. It or was it the week. drop ceiling? Uh, no. <laughs> it was a cathedral ceiling like oh, yours, dear. My cathedral. <laughs> Yes. Yes. It wasn't a skylight, it was a shotgun hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a bay window in, in, in the master bed. And that's because she passed out one day and fell off. <laughs> Push that window right out. Huh? <laughs> Y'all are going to hell. <laughs> I also had a deck on it, too. Had a washer dryer inside the place. 
I thought you were going to say the Washington Jaguar on the deck. <laughs> no. No, that's where the sofa was. That's <laughs> where the my bicycle was. That's where bicycle. the recliner was. That's <laughs> where my bicycle was. That's another story as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to okay. see this trailer home that you had. I can picture it so well. Oh, it, it had wood. It was wood sided and not vinyl sided. Just say, so, oh, I've got pictures of it. I have wood got siding. Yes. Oh wood. my God. Yes. Do you have photos? Of course I do. I want to see it. Uh-huh. I've got plenty of photos. I want to see these cathedral ceilings and the, and the wood paneling. <laughs> Double wine. Oh no, it was single. Oh, excuse me. It was a twelve by fifty-six Horton home. I know exactly the dimensions of it. Did it have green appliances or were they almond? Oh, I don't know, Jolynn. I'm gonna need you to ring in on this. She didn't pay much attention to the kitchen. No. Oh, so. It was Jolynn's home before it was mine. <laughs> mom and daddy bought it from Jolynn's mom and dad. So I think the appliances were white. I know I inherited a lot of red Tupperware from Jolynn when she moved to New York. And I'm not giving it back to you, honey. I love you, but you're not getting that Tupperware back. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. We lived at Shady Knolls. I was almost a Shady Pies. Pies, Pies. Well, and it's funny because Shady Knolls was covered in pine trees. We had a lake, which I have pictures of that as well. Oh, I can, oh, oh I Lord. have tons of photos. So, wait. This is a whole episode by itself. Yes, no, I'm telling you. I, my, my. Aren't we all thirsty? Yes. Park. <laughs> I do believe I hear ice cubes in a glass. Clink, Come clink, on, Randolph. Let's go. Clink, clink. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Woo, Lord. I am home and ready for a cocktail. Let's see. Just thirsty. Paused. What do we got? Well, today we have the Homeward Bound. Isn't it, that a Disney movie with like two dogs? It is. <laughs> They're talking animals. Yeah. Right. Such a cute movie. Uh-huh. There's, there's an author from North Carolina, I think Tom Wolf, this book is called Homeward Bound. Or a Homeward Bound Angel, maybe, or something like that. But we're talking about the cocktail, so what's oh, in so it? Sorry. <laughs> what's in this little in this, julep, darling? Right, in this fabulous cocktail we have here, we have a little bit of rum, mm-hmm. some of St. George's coffee liqueur mm. okay some orgette mm. orge i think maybe orgeat right. <laughs> or- 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 it's some almond orgy. it's some it, almond where's the orgy at right yeah well, <laughs> that's after the third cocktail <laughs> and then some blackberries and dash of spiced cherry bitters <gasps> oh i um, love those mm. i have some fabulous spiced cherry bitters uh, i know your cherries My- bitter honey <laughs> <laughs> but it's fabulous and if uh. you don't have spiced cherry bitters, is there something you might be able to replace it with? You could do a little bit of cherry hearing. Okay. okay. Um, just a dash, though, because it's so sweet. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just that. Or any thing. cherry actually would kind of work. Any I mean, old cherry, per- baby. Yeah. It ain't hard to Preferably get where you it's can bitter. Fit in, but, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's got her get cherry. Where you it's can just bitter pushed in? so far back, yeah. she uses it as a tail. Oh, tail that joke never gets old. Well, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-mm-mm. I like a bitter cherry. Oh, wow. Tastes like coffee. Hasn't been a cherry in my muffin since <laughs> 1942. Oh, my Lord. Y'all dick, dick. Well, what are we talking about today, y'all? 
I know the honeypot is still under renovation, mm-hmm. so should we pull something out of so, the air? Well, I don't know. We were talking about going home. You know, I don't know. It's, it's so funny because, I mean, I have so many going home stories. What about know? coming back? <laughs> well, there was always coming back and fetching stuff. <laughs> oh, girl. I made a haul on my last trip. I was like, mm. what'd you get? Okay, so you may have seen in my dining room a little nut bowl, or a fruit bowl, actually. It's more of a fruit bowl, I guess. Charlotte has so many things to say about your nut bowl over there. (laughs) I say nut bowl because my mother, it started out with this. So my mother had this nutcracker, this physical nutcracker. And no, it's not the last guy I dated. Not the Christmas one, but the the actual nutcracker. Like a metal actual nutcracker. And she asked me if I wanted it. And it was, I looked at it and I was like, oh, I remember that growing up as a kid. We always pulled it out at Christmas time and, you know. Chestnuts did the whole thing. Yep, yep. Still not like a nutcracker from Christmas, but you know, whatever. But okay. yes. Uh, her version of it. And so then she's like, oh, and do you remember this bowl? And while it's a fruit bowl, she actually used to, I remember at Christmas, fill it with walnuts. And we would always take the nutcracker and, you know, have walnuts at Christmas and crack walnuts, them. Walnuts, pecans, Always Brazil walnuts nuts. at Christmas, though. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Not chestnuts? No. no. Chestnuts. I never had a chestnut until I moved here. Well, now, we, I did because we had a, a mixed bag of nuts. I mean, I had nuts, a nut on but, my chest. But, well, <laughs> <laughs> go get that nut. Go get that metal nutcracker right now. I'm going to fix this problem. Sorry, I went there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hair? As you were. As you were. Was it Brazil nuts? Oh, those, are, fact, my, yes, those are some yes. of my favorite kinds. I've had a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully a couple. Otherwise, he's in mm-hmm. danger. You know, mm-hmm. that. If it's an but, odd number. <laughs> yes. So, long story short, I ended up bringing the fruit bow home along with the nutcracker. Aww. I'm very, very, very happy about it. Oh, yeah. if you don't find it, it might be downstairs. No, it's, we- <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. No. We had one similar to that growing up, too. And I remember every year at Christmas... So in my stocking that hung by the chimney with care, uh-huh. <laughs> there was always an apple, an orange, sometimes a tangerine, which is my favorite uh, citrus fruit, and nuts, yep. loose nuts. But Mama always bought a bag or two of nuts and put them in the bowl, and there was the nutcracker and yeah. all that stuff, you know. Um, but it was always fun, you know. And every year when it comes around Christmas time and I go grocery shopping, I look for that damn bag of nuts. What are they? Snyder diamond, and I think that's the stove, isn't it? <laughs> well, Snyder's of Hanover does a pretzel. Oh, okay. And maybe it's just diamond nuts or whatever, walnuts oh, yeah, or whatever. But, diamond, yeah. Diamond. But it was, it was always so fun. And I buy, I used to buy a bag every year. And then a few years ago, I mean, the nuts sat there for months on end because even though I have a metal nutcracker, it's yeah. in storage. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> well, now I have one, so we can we can I, certainly enjoy. I am going to buy mm-hmm. a bag of nuts. Oh, well, you can crack each other's nuts all you want. Oh, no, honey. We, Hard we, pass. We, right. <laughs> we make the best of sisters uh, and nothing that's else. That's as far as it goes, honey. Nope. So, as no I, nothing on this chest. <laughs> Uh, you're both a couple of nuts to crack anyway. Well, well. I think I'm already cracked open. So, <laughs> so when I, I her yolk is spread everywhere, honey. <laughs> that Sorry, me of your mother's joke. Right. <laughs> Mama said, somebody said, "Well, Snoops, you ain't got a lot of breasts." She says, "I got one fried egg, and the yolk is broke on the other one." <laughs> oh 
mamas. As, <laughs> as I said in the episode, I would go after mom and daddy had divorced. I would go home uh, and pick up things, you know, collect things. Because by well, this time, you don't need that anymore, right? Well, and <laughs> what by, are you going to do with that? Well, by this time, I had an apartment, yeah. so I was out of school and I had an apartment. And you know, as you need when you first starting out, you have to have things. So one year, um, I was going back to my childhood home of Cove City, and I stopped in Dover to get some gas and probably a Coke and a candy bar. Cause and some peanuts. And some peanuts. And there was this little girl, and her dad had like a little station wagon, and he was putting some gas in the car, and she says, Oh, wait, y'all need to see what my daddy got my mama for Christmas. So people come over <laughs> to the car, and... And that. <laughs> no, seriously. So she had the best country accent. And so they opened the the back of the station wagon. Well, now these people have gathered around. Oh, we ain't it big. And all these people, well, that's like the biggest one I've ever seen. And well, now course, you have to know. You know. Of course. And I'm like trying to sneak over, you know, and I'm probably in pink or whatever pastel color I was wearing. Shocking. Day. Right, precisely. So finally, after the crowd has oohed and odd, they separated. Uh-huh. And what was in the back of the station wagon was the biggest possum I've ever seen in my <laughs> fucking life. With a tail that I swear was three or four feet oh, long. Oh, no. And he had caught this possum, and they were seriously taking it home for Mama to make for Christmas meal. And I was like... A stew How's- and a coat. I mean, <laughs> come on now. I mean, it was everything. And all I could think of is... Oh, Jesus Christ, thank God I have left this country shit behind (laughs) because I I can't even think of making a bag out of this possum. No, ma'am. Oh, Jesus. Bye, baby bunting. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I was just, I, honestly, I was horrified. Was it alive in a no, cage? You know, no, what? it was you, dead, you, but it wasn't roadkill. The thing, he like had a, captured they, this and, and, and killed and it. it. Took it home. You know what that reminds me of is there's this great video meme running around the internet of this news reporter who is in some place in Mississippi <laughs> and he's trying to do a news report and something flies into his mouth oh. and he's like get me out of this goddamn country ass motherfucking town <laughs> and before then he because I've seen this and before that he is standing there and he is so refined and he's just telling the news and then he like completely loses it it is the best I'm going to post it on social it is absolutely the best I I think about that all the time whenever I go back to North Carolina. I'm like, get me out of this goddamn country ass <laughs> fucking town. <laughs> wow. Awesome for Christmas. <laughs> right? I, but the fact that that little girl was so animated and so Oh, the possibilities. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just did nah, that. I like the possibilities, you know. I love it. Oh, and then, you know. Dover, that bastion of all of society, which is... <laughs> they ran it over in Dover. <laughs> it just sounds like something from, like, the Depression. Like, yes, like, uh, and it was so... Look what we got my mama! <laughs> and all I can think of is, oh, you, she's probably Honey Boo Boo. I don't yeah, know, like, you know all I know, but it was like... Oh my goodness. Well, also, Dan, you had more teeth than that entire group of people. <laughs> a lot of my family had summer teeth. <laughs> summer summer years, summer, summer gone. <laughs> a, a cousin, an older cousin of mine, just joined Facebook, and I'm like, oh, look, she finally got teeth. 
Oh, <laughs> and I am not joking either. I was like, oh my. They were photoshopped in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a filter. <laughs> That's right. It North is. Carolina has a teeth filter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all, we're going to hell. We are going to hell. In the express lane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to tell about one little item that I cannot wait to get my hands on. But before I can get my hands on it, it means a terrible thing has to happen first. But. You know, I love me some blue cornflower Pyrex bowls. Yes. And I can't find them anywhere. I've gotten one in my little cabinet. And then I was home on this last trip, and I saw the one size down from what I have in my mama's cabinet. Mm. And I was like, oh, I want that, but yeah. I'll, I'll wait until the day comes when you no longer need it. <laughs> I think that's a quart casserole size down. Uh, sure. You know, if you would get off of Amazon, you could find these, but you have to actually get out of the house and close down your phone. Well, well wait, George what do you mean get off of Amazon? You. Why we, would I do that? We huh? saw so much of that in Palm Springs. Precisely, George. So much of it. But, George is really good at that stuff, do you find it? Well, you know, thanks for inviting me to Palm Springs. Oh. He was in New York. I also was not you invited were, to Palm Springs. Well, you, you'd been well, there Jake, the Well, Jake, would you like to go to Palm Springs with me and let's go blue cornflower shopping? Let's do it. All right. Oh. Jacob will never do that. Uh, oh, that's okay. <laughs> yes, they will. Let's you, with you. Let's you, see how this you know happens. What? You can drive. I'll shop and then we'll drink later. Cool. All right. All right. We're going to trail them, George. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, we need to get ahead of them and buy all the blue coins <laughs> before we get there. Thursday? We're going on Thursday. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing Wednesday night, Jake? <laughs> I have Wednesdays and Thursdays off. That's well, my there weekend. we go. Okay. Done and done. Uh-huh. We'll be there at the butt crack of dawn. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It'll be so, the first time I've driven to Palm Springs in the middle of the night. That's a different episode <laughs> altogether. So George, it was I worth it, it though. Uh, oh. oh, that's lovely. So George has a love of is what's the green? Is oh, it jadeite? Jadeite. Yeah. And did you grow up with jadeite? Did your grandparents have any of that, or was you love later in life? It was later. All right. It was a later love for me. Um, my grandparents, like one set of grandparents, they had the Mel Mac, like your yes, you grew up yeah. with. So it was. It was it was it was it was so odd that we always had the because I would thought of them as plastic dishes, you know. And right. it was the whole set. It was like the white flowers. No, no, it was white <laughs> pla- white background plate with like turquoise blue and super bright pink roses on it. So oh wow, real classy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I I saw turquoise roses growing up everywhere. Exactly, but, exactly. Um, but I think it was we had look. the ones with pla- with sunflowers. I think it was. Oh, those are cute. I guess it was just a thing of that generation. Yeah, we had autumn. We had uh, orange, yellow, and brown leaves. Oh, those colors together. Yeah, precisely. And yeah, our was glassware was actually from Hardee's. It was the... It was <laughs> the Hamburglar. <laughs> no, that's oh. McDonald's. Oh, that's McDonald's. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all the uh, Bugs Bunny characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yosemite Sam and all of those. So that was our glassware. So I will say that Finding those glasses in mint condition oh, yeah. are very expensive. Yep. And I had, there were 12 of them, and I had all 12. And we, Hardy's was on every third corner in mm-hmm. North Carolina. But I had all of those. And then I had, I think Burger King did um, another set. It wasn't Looney Tunes. It might have been. Well, growing up when I was a kid, like, they did that a lot with fast food restaurants. Like, I remember having like, mm-hmm. Muppets and like yep. Camp Snoopy and 
whatever else. Like there were so many, but I think the ones you were talking about, they were like the taller glasses. Because yes. I, well, I think we had those too. Because I remember the petunia pig one, Porky I and Petunia. Love petunia. Oh, oh, I love God. that one too. Because he's like mowing the lawn, and she's painting the bird bath, and he's blowing. <laughs> yep. Grass clippings oh. all over paint. She's all pissed off. <laughs> Okay, that's a lot of story well, in no, one but little image. What's happening <laughs> so, on the glass? If you think about it, though, I don't think Petunia appears in any of the later ones, does she? No, I think it's only the early ones. But it was it was kitschy, you know. Yeah. Fast food, really. I mean, McDonald's has been around, I think, since fifty five. But fast food really hit its pace in the seventies and eighties, and, mm-hmm. and through today. But to bring in people, they did all kinds of. Stunts. What do you call it? Marketing the stuff. Marketing stuff. You guys yeah. do that with a lot of your characters and stuff. We do a lot of deals with McDonald's, and it's all yeah. stunty stuff. Little Happy Meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this little Homeward Bound has found its way home. It's flown the coop. Toddled. I think we should probably go and welcome it inside with a little more cocktail. What well, I- come on. We couldn't possibly have another couldn't one. Possibly. Possibly. I couldn't Let's possibly. Do <laughs> Let's do it then. See y'all soon. See you next week. Next week. Thanks for coming back home with us. And if you want more, you can find us at Queer Magnolias on Twitter. And at Queer Magnolias Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. You can listen to us on Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcast, and anywhere else you might find podcasts. Thanks for listening.